Hey, you. Yeah. You. You didn't stumble here by chance, so let's talk. My name is Tyann, but a lot of people call me Taj, and I'm most known for my loud New York personality and my unfiltered opinions. The Melanated Mindset is a safe space for unpopular opinions and heated debates amongst a diverse melting pot of those of us that classify as a melanated millennial. And I don't care if you got a lot of melanin, just a little bit of melanin, or hell, you just melanated by association. Everybody is welcome. Now, I can't speak for y'all, but after seeing what being an adult is really about, nah, I got some things to say. And I know y'all do too. So let's talk about it. Because what's really going on? What is up, y'all? For those of you guys that are new, welcome. For those of you that aren't, welcome back to the Melanated Mindset. Today's episode is definitely going to be a little bit different because I'm not by myself. I got a special guest today. You want to introduce yourself? What's going on, everybody? It's Hubby, the husband, Malik, a.k.a. Lee Kobachi, a.k.a. the Muslim Don, a.k.a. your boy. It's giving very much ghetto. (laughs) Giving very much ghetto. But for those of you guys that are new, I like to start every episode with a complaint of the week because it's Monday and we all got something to complain about. So my complaint is going to roll into my highlight. My complaint of the week is the fact that none of my favorite clothes fit anymore, like at all. And that breaks my heart. But that brings me to my highlight of the week because we can't just be negative Nancy's, right? I've officially lost 50 pounds since I gave birth to my son. And that's great, but what they don't tell you is that you need a whole new wardrobe after that, and that's the part that gets me tight. So you're going to complain about wanting to have a new wardrobe. That's new to me. I'm not complaining about wanting a new wardrobe. I'm complaining about how much time it takes to build a whole new wardrobe. Right. And it doesn't help that I can't try clothes on in the store. So it's really just a guessing game and a returning game. And who goes back to the store to return clothes? For real, for real. Right. <laughs> so I'd rather not. Babe, you got a complaint? My complaint of the week is if you have Muslim friends, please stop asking them when they're going to grab lunch. That okay, be every single day. Yeah, every day. It's like. You going to tell them why? Because of Ramadan, all right? It's a holy month for all your Muslim friends, all right? We fast between sunrise and sundown, all right? Which means we eat before sunrise and we eat after the sun goes down. So between that time period, technically, you're supposed to not eat or drink anything, all right? But obviously, there's exceptions for whatever you can or cannot do, whether if you're pregnant or ill, or older, you do what you can. But if you can refrain from eating or drinking anything, then you do it. So it's very annoying mm-hmm. when it comes time to where you would usually grab lunch and your friend's like, hey, let's go grab lunch. Like, no, I don't want to go grab lunch. I don't want to go being around food when I know I'm not supposed to be eating food. Thank you very much. But... Can I play devil's advocate? Is it rude if they just don't invite you at all? Mm, Nah, 
Me personally, I want to feel like it's rude if I don't get invited because I understand. Yeah, I don't want to be in a restaurant smelling food, everyone's eating food, chomping down, and I'm sitting there just like, yeah, you know, all right, yeah, cool. Trying to have mad conversation and everybody else trying to eat their food? Yes. I can I can understand that. I guess it just depends on how you see it. Have any negative Nancy? What's your highlight of the week? I don't have a highlight of the week. Y'all see why I called him negative Nancy? We talked about this before I pressed record. He had time to come up with something. He just want to be on here blacking. And that's going to roll us right into our next segment, our Fendi fact of the day. Our Fendi fact is brought to us today by a San Diego law firm, Wilkinson Family Law Attorneys. They did a study and found that 60% of couples married between the ages of 20 and 25 will end in divorce. Babe? How you feel about that? Um, I mean, no one, no one said marriage was easy, but also no one said it was hard. So <laughs> that part, <laughs> exactly. So, um, I think I actually believe that for various reasons. Like one, what I just said, marriage isn't isn't easy. Two, um, I think, I guess our generation, I, I feel like I have an old soul, but I guess our generation and the generation coming up now is like, they have so many, they have so many uh, freedoms and like different things they classify as or feel that would make a monogamous marriage hard. So I actually, I believe that. And then... Obviously, being in the military, that's probably most military people anyways in that Honestly, the well. same law firm also did a military study, and it says that the divorce rate among enlisted troops is at 38%. Yeah. Yeah. Being, I mean, you know, babe, being married to a soldier is, isn't easy. It's you think not. It's, like, like, when I think of soldiers married, like, I think of the cliche, you know, uh, that soldier is about to go to war and just like it, it actually make it back and then like in their oh, ASUs man. and uh, not only that just like I'm talking about old old like World War Two like kind of stories oh. where like they actually make it back because back in those days they definitely wasn't like there's no communication to make it back yeah. as much as they do now you just leave one day and I just sit at home and wait for you to walk through the door one right. day. Right, so before they get on that old old ass train or something, they in their you know old ASUs and just like they get married either before or after, and they kind of like live that happily ever after life. But like <laughs> the military nowadays it is not that; it is constant moving around, constant of that spouse feeling alone, whether it's a a female or a male. And no one in a marriage wants to feel alone. So, like, after a while, you know, a soldier can't just do what they want to do because they are bind, bound, binded by a contract. So, as a, as a civilian or as that spouse, like, you could up and leave whenever you want, really. So, you know, it's a constant battle between, like, them having that freedom to do that but still wanting to stay faithful and be with that marriage. And then after a while, I think a lot of people at a certain age, between those ages that you spoke of, they just like, man, I'm I'm out. I'm finna go go to the streets. It's calling me. <laughs> Hot girl, someone calling my name. The streets is calling my name. Be out. 
Well, I honestly think we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. So for those of you that haven't watched or haven't listened to, excuse me, my first episode, which you should, you need to pause this one, go back and listen to that one. But we are married, obviously, but we got married really young. I got married younger than the ages in that statistic. The stat was for ages 20 to 25. We got married when I was 18 and when you were 20. So technically, it's this numbers might be a little skewed in our situation because that's a whole couple years different. I was still a teenager when we got married. True. So we got married when we were when I was 18, he was 20. And he was also in the military. So it wasn't just regular, okay, we some kids from the hood that decided to get married. It's, okay, we some kids from the hood, we decided to get married. But then y'all get thrown into this whole other world that I don't know about you, but I didn't know shit about. I didn't know anything about the military until I met you. I mean, I barely knew about the military. I was learning as I went along. I didn't know, like, I don't have family members that have been in the military. None of that. Whatever I knew about the military, I read in books and seen on TV. So when you told me you was going to the military, we're going to get to that, y'all, how he told me and when he told me he was going to the military. Because he was already going to the military when we met. Speaking of which, you want to tell them how we met? Do I want to tell them how you met or do you want to tell them? I'm asking, like, do you want to tell the story? I'll tell my side and you tell your side. Okay. And then we're going to let Kiki... Tell them the truth. <laughs> right. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. So I have to, So I. You slid in my DMs. Right. Right. I slid in your DMs on Facebook. And you was like, uh, what did you say? No, what did I, you no, say? I, listen, at the end of the day, I slid in your DMs and then. We we linked up, and I realized that you knew someone I knew, a.k.a. Kiki, and then we linked you up. You did not make that realization. I made that realization because I remember the day that I, that I put two and two together that y'all knew each other mm-hmm. because you had posted after you slid in my DMs on Facebook or my messenger, whatever you want to call it, and I found your Instagram. All day, I was looking at this one picture of you. And you, it's the picture with you in the red Adidas track jacket in the hallway. Mm. And you got the 12s on. Mm. And I'm looking at the background like, yo, this building he in look mad familiar. But I could not, I could not put my finger on it. But I'm like, yo, I've been in this apartment building. Where is this? And I went all day, class to class, until I finally went and I, I was talking to my friend at the time. I'm like, yo, look at this picture. Where where is this? We've been here. Whose house is this? And it just so happened that we was in English class at the time. And Kiki just so happened to walk in late and sat down right in front of us. Because the way our desk was set up, me and my friend Daniel, our desk was facing Kiki's desk. So as soon as she just sat down, it was like me and her both looked at each other and was like, it's Kiki building. Like, that's where we know this building from. Mind you, we ain't in English class supposed to be doing work, but I'm mad hype because I've been trying to figure out this mystery all day. So I'm like, yo, Kiki, you know him? Show her my phone. She's like, that's Leap. I'm like, where you know him from? She's like, that's like my cousin. We grew up together. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, he valid. Like, he trying to talk to me, but, mm, you know, I don't, I don't know. She's like, nah, he good. No, no, no. Give him the time of day. He a cool guy. So if it wasn't for Kiki, we would not be here right now because she vouched for you. She was bigging you up. So, 
Shout out to Kiki, Kiana, Lee Sage. She's the reason we are here today. Damn, babe, that was nine nine years ago? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit, that was nine years ago. That's almost a decade. Y'all, we old. Okay. And then, so, we got married. Well, no, we got to oh. talk about how we got from <laughs> that to married. So... Oh well, it, first you got to talk about the military. Mm-hmm. I got to talk about the military. Yeah, because you wasn't All in right, the military so, when we met. He was a civilian. Yeah, a regular. So I, yeah, I was. I was chill, relaxed. So, so we went on our first day, whatever, whatever, and um, that day was so during, much fun. That like was- during that time, we was talking. Uh, my cousin like recommended the military to me. I was like, you know, all right, like. Tell me, like, yo, it's not that bad. You know, you just do your time and get out. You know, you get benefits. All the cliche stuff people talk about while joining the military. Besides, obvious, you know, I want to serve my country and all that. You know, that's the real beneficial, the benefits you get from it. Right? I see what you did there. So, so, I'm in the process of, like, of, of doing that. And towards, like... Was it after your birthday party I told you or before? Honestly, because your birthday, birthday was in what, August? It was August 17th. Yeah, yeah so I thought I told you during that month. Sometime you there. told me you were going to the military one day when you was picking me up from school. We was walking from my school to Subways. The Subway? Yes. The Subways that's on uh, Newkirk. And you just dropped it in the conversation so random, like, yeah, so uh, next month I'm leaving to go to the military. And y'all, when he told me that, I'm like, oh, okay. In my head, I'm thinking, he, he like, okay, he telling me what it is. This got an expiration date. We talking, we going to have fun. He going to dip. I'm about to go to college. Like, what? Yeah. We, we about to be good. Okay. So I thought that was his way of telling me, like, enjoy this while it lasts. Like, Wow. I mean, yeah, it was a little bit of that and a little bit of, like, Look, you don't gotta, you know, wait up for me. I'm, I'm not gonna ghost. Oh, ghost you did you like not that. say nothing like that. You. What do you mean? Like that's not how that. It was just like, hey, yeah. So I'm going to the military, and I was like, okay, cool. He was like, nah, but I'm gonna write you, and I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Like I'll, I'll write you back when I get a letter. Yeah, I mean, it's like I'm not just gonna ghost you, but you know, I'm gonna be gone and like. Okay. I won't. I want. I won't have any communication for like a month or so, and you just gonna be like, I don't know what this dude just fell off the face of the earth. Like, no, it's not that. Like, I'm doing this. Of course, you would take it as, oh, I guess this has an expiration date. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. See I thought that was you think? keeping a buck, telling me what it is, and I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I can see what think? So our relationships pretty early on. We went from being with each other every day to him leaving to go to basic training. And I ain't going to lie. I never thought a letter was going to come. Like, I was just like, okay. And what's crazy is like, okay, I say that, but I felt like the first week, mind y'all, I told you I didn't know nothing about the military. I didn't know how soon you would be able to get get me a letter. I remember asking mommy like every day, like, I got mail. I got mail. I got mail. And I, she's like, what you looking for? And I'm like, college early acceptance letters. What you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? And then like one random day, I think I was about to go out with my friend Sue. She came up. She was like, you got some letter from somebody in the military. What is this? And I was like, oh. now he really wrote me. 
Y'all professing his love in the letter. <laughs> professing his love in the letter. And I still kept all of your basic training letters. Gotta show the kids that. Yeah. Where your letters are. They in here. Really? Where? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think all of them, but they in here. Just Alright, so after basic training, we moved to North Carolina, somewhere we know nothing about. We wasn't there for really long, and then after that, we ended up going to Hawaii. But majority of our relationship, you be gone a lot for work. Yeah. So, Unfortunately. Right. How do you feel like the distance... Does like, does do you feel like it impacts our relationship? It definitely does. Because like it's just, it's just like the military just gets all your time. You know, it's just like you wake up early for PT. You you come back home. You don't have much time before you actually gotta go to work. And you go to work, and it's like. You come back, and then, like, you don't have time to do any of, like, your hobbies. Then you got to balance out spending time with your wife, now kids. Because we are like, just a married couple, for those of y'all that don't know. We're parents, too. Right. Our baby's almost one. Right. And then, you know, it's, next thing you know, it's like, boom. It's time to do the previous day all over again. And then... And two weeks from there, you'll be gone for however long. You'll be gone for weeks, months at a time. So, yeah, it's definitely a strain. I don't think I realized how much of a strain it was going to be until you got deployed. So, y'all, we got married. Well, let me just tell y'all how traumatic 2013 was for me, low-key. I graduated high school, started college, and got married all in the same year. I had a lot going on for 18. <laughs> Life came at me fast as hell. And then, mind y'all, we got married in December. And in February, he got deployed to Afghanistan for nine months. So the first 12 months of us being married, we spent nine of them apart. But I feel like we didn't miss a beat when you came back, and I was scared we would. And then it was like, we didn't get to live together before that. Yeah, I, I wasn't scared we would because we didn't get to actually do married things together. Yeah, so like, it was like, we was kind of anticipating that. Down to the courthouse in the city, got yeah. married, went and ate and <laughs> drank. Yo, I didn't even know what it took to get married, to be honest. We had to Google it. <laughs> We, were, we had to go, we didn't know you had to go like the day before to get like apply for the license. Yeah. It, it was, was like it was just like, weird. it was just like, oh, so you're not going to tell your audience how I proposed to you? You proposed to me at SoCo. Mm-hmm. You, go, you going to tell them how you proposed to me? You got down on one knee? No, no I didn't get, get down, down on one knee. Why? Because we millennials. We do shit different. <laughs> you get on my nerves. He did not get down on one knee, but it was super romantic. We, he took me to SoCo. We went on a date, honestly, and I didn't even want to get out the bed that day. I think we was just... So what happened, y'all? I was on break, Thanksgiving break. From, <laughs> I was on Thanksgiving break from college, and he was on Thanksgiving break from... Was you in basic still no, or was, not? I was at break. So he had already got stationed in North Carolina, but I, I was in college at the time, and I had no idea how we was going to figure it out, but we was just going with the punches. 
So I'm on break. He on break. We home. We is laid up in my bed in my house just doing nothing. And then he's like, come on, let's get up. Let's like, let's go out. And I was like, you know what? There is this restaurant I really want to go to. I've been seeing it on Instagram. I think that's when Instagram was just getting popping. Like back when Instagram was blue, you could only post pictures. <laughs> and I think I seen a picture of the chicken and red velvet waffles. And I was like, oh, I want that. And he was like, all right, come on, let's go. Like get cute. And I remember going to mommy closet. I think I got a cute little <laughs> sweater. She had this really nice olive green sweater. And I'm like, all right, let me put this on for some nice G's or put some Uggs on. I thought I was cute. Y'all did not know. I was about to get proposed to. How you was feeling on that bus ride to SoCo? This is all over the place. The storyline is mad chop, but y'all get the bigger picture. It's a little chop, but it's all right. I was, I was a little nervous. Um, to be honest, shout out to Pope. You probably don't know this because I, I before I bought the ring, I asked Pope, like, hey, I asked Pope, like, am I, like, is this the right thing? Am I, is this, is this a, is this a nice ring, like? I don't know what I'm doing exactly. Like, I need help, you know what I mean? And Pope wasn't even married at the time. So how the hell are you asking somebody who don't got a wife for marriage advice? What the hell? I don't know. Pope is really cool. It was, you met Pope in basic? No, I, no, I met Pope at Buzz. Really? Yeah. It's crazy how the military makes you make these deep-ass connections quick as hell because he was definitely one of the witnesses at our wedding. He definitely was. Saying all of that. This is, this is, how, this is how I met Pope. Right, so my NCO was a Puerto Rican dude that drove a truck. I forgot his name though. He was like Kiones, I think his name was. And uh, he just told me, "Hey, come come downstairs from the barracks, right, in the parking lot." He just pulls up in his truck, and there's Pope in the back seat, and he's like, "Yeah, this is a uh, this is Pope. He's one of our new dudes. Uh, you know, just uh, hang out with him. Just you know, get to know him." Da da da. And I just and we just kind of look at each other like you know the regular like you know black people don't know each other like like hey what up you know the little head nod and stuff and then you know we just started talking and Pope me and Pope just became really really cool. So yeah, we got into the restaurant Soko. Right, I, I act like I was going to the bathroom, put a little weight to the side. You know, I was like, hey, I'm proposing. To, I'm proposing to my girl. I want you to put the ring and 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 the food and you know cover it. So when she opened it, she just see a ring. So they did that. It came through, sat her plate down, and I'm just I'm just looking at her smiling. She probably thought that I was weird. <laughs> like what's going on? Why is he smiling at me like this? I was worried about the drunk table. Like, do you remember the girls that were sitting next to us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They was getting tore up on the bottle of mimosas. <laughs> yeah, they was. They was drunk as hell. They had me beat too. I wasn't paying you no mind, honestly. That's, I think that's why it caught me so off guard. I was so busy trying to be nosy. And he was just like, close your eyes. And I was like, what? And he was like, close your eyes. And I'm like, ooh, your girl getting gifts. Mind y'all, <laughs> he took me shopping on our first date. Sugar daddy from day one. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, he got more gifts? That's what I'm talking about. And Joel was on the floor when I opened my eyes and seen a ring. I I didn't know nothing about being nobody's wife. Ain't know nothing about being no husband. But here we are. You just took a leap of faith. That's literally all life is. It's a bunch of leap of faith. You never really get to the bottom, but you keep jumping. I don't understand how, but that's just what it was. So back to North Carolina. So, yeah, y'all, we got married in December. 
He deployed in February. We weren't living together when he deployed. So nope. I was still in college for that whole rest of that year. He was in Afghanistan. And this is this is just the beginning of what I mean by like spouses are mostly on their own at times. Continue. Touche. I did. I mean, my first year of being a wife, I wasn't physically a wife. I was still living in dorms in college. It was like nothing really changed. It just, I had this really nice ring on my finger. And I had a cool last name now, and that was really it. But then you came back. And when he came back from deployment, that's when I moved to North Carolina. That's when we got our first apartment together. No, but you moved down there before. I well, yeah, I went down before he came back. So right, by yourself. Sure we had a place to live. Exactly, that's what I mean, by yourself. I, I think I've gotten so used to it, I don't even... I don't even be remembering that I've exactly. been doing that type of shit. Like, y'all, I was 18, had to get my mom to rent a car for me. And me and my best friend drove down to North Carolina one weekend to look at apartments. Then we came back up to New York, and then I was just like, oh, I found one. And you just had to trust me, and he was just sending me the money for it. And then I just moved up and picked whatever I could fit in my 99 Solara. And my mom drove down, following behind me, all the way down to North Carolina. Moved into my first apartment. Mind y'all, this is supposed to be our first apartment. I'm moving in by myself. Like, my mom is like, I have to leave you down here? Like, I didn't know anybody in Fayetteville. Mind you, hmm. the, the boy Pope he's talking about was deployed with him. Right. So he had one friend that he was like, that I had met. Because while I was in college, before he deployed those two months when we first got married, anytime I had a break, I would get on the train from Virginia and go down to North Carolina and spend the weekend with him. So I had met some of his friends already. But when I moved down there, most of them was going with you. And there was only one friend left, and that was Larkin. Larkin. So I was left literally while my husband's deployed. I am in this state and city I've never been in before. But here I am, living in it by myself. And the only friend I have is one of his friends. But shout out to Larkin because he's cool as hell. But that is how we spent our... I remember I spent my 18th... I spent my 19th birthday... In that, in that apartment by myself. Like, I was yeah, just sitting did, in. Yeah. So I was just so bored, I ended up getting a job at Chipotle, met dope-ass friends, and I enrolled in school, and I was just going to school and going to work, trying to make the time go by faster. And honestly, it did. Because by the time I blinked, it was time for you to come home. And I was like, damn, it's been nine months already. But I was also mad scared, because I was like, all right. Because it felt like I had my own apartment. Like... <laughs> You was just paying the bills, and then I had my own job, so I had money to kind of do stuff, but it was like I would come home every day, and if my friends wanted to come over, they could come over. Like, I didn't have to worry about anything. It, was, it felt like it was my place, and then you got home, and then I was like, oh, shit, no, this is our place, and I feel like th that's what's the hard, hardest part for me. It's the constant readjusting. Anytime you leave and you come back, it always feel like we be like, not necessarily offbeat but we just gotta get back yeah, into I feel like, like I gotta get sped up yeah like I always I feel like we always gotta get, jump back into our routine like we gotta right. just time it right and just get back into things and that usually takes a couple of days cause you be still tired and groggy and just kinda miserable when you get back depending no matter how long you have gone so when you came home from deployment I was just like mind you I'm watching shit on TV you know in the movies People come home from <laughs> Afghanistan and I rap crazy as hell. And I'm just like, 
that we had that night at the party. No. <laughs> and I was just like, y'all, it was giving very, very slight PTSD, but we're okay. He's okay. We're good. Nothing happened. We're all right. <laughs> but it was hard getting adjusted living to someone. That was the first time I lived with anyone that wasn't my parents. Yeah. How do you, how did it feel for you? Like, um, for me, it, I don't know. See, because like, I was still going back and forth, so it's like, you know, I'd still go to work for, like, long hours and come back, so it's like, it just felt like little moments, like a bunch of little moments every day. It's not like I spend the whole day with you or anything like that. It just felt like little moments. And that's part of the thing I hate about, like, being in the military and being being married, because it's like, you get a momentum of companionship going, and then it's like, boom, hey, go to the field. And then they expect you to just come back and interject yourself exactly where you left off. Like, no, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> Things happen while I'm gone. Things happen. Like, my life still goes, still goes on. Like, it, it exactly. still happens. And, and a lot of the times when he's gone, y'all, he doesn't have his phone. Or even if he has his phone, he may not have service. They got them literally out there in the middle of nowhere. So it's the communication be few and far between. So it does get hard. I do spend a lot of time alone. I think this year has been the most time I've spent alone. And it really, I don't know. I I don't think COVID affected us negatively. Because honestly, this COVID gave us the most together time we've had the right. entire time we've been married. Right. Y'all, this is the longest he has been home. Granted, he has still been leaving. Like, going away for trainings, weeks, months at a time. In between that, but if it wouldn't have been for COVID, he would have been gone a lot more. And remember, y'all, I had I had Zavi. I had our baby. So, if it wouldn't have been for COVID, you would have missed so much more than you probably feel like you already have. And it is hard to cut, especially now that we have a baby, for you to jump back into the routine because... He's never the same when you come back. No, he always unlock a new ability of <laughs> something. Talk about our baby like he is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is a character. You know that. There's always something oh, new. Y'all. Like he done learn how to do something different. He done stop liking this, start liking this. Like, and nothing. it's crazy because it it's like it's every time you leave, there's always some type of jump. And we just, and I be shocked, but you see how it happens. Like, he be not doing something one day, and the very next day, he's doing it. Yeah. And I had to become the mom that gets really quick with the camera. Like, I got to whip it out. And it's like, I always feel like I have to capture the moment. Like, babe, can't miss this. I always, I never want you to feel, I know you you feel like you're missing it, but I don't want you to be missing it, you know? That's why I'm so big on pictures and recording, because those are our memories. Like, if we went back right now on our Snapchat, our, our Instagram, like, we can see our A life. different baby, yeah, literally. We see, but we can see our life from the very first Instagram post you made. Yeah. Did you archive that picture, by the way? You know what picture I'm talking about. No, what picture you told me? The picture you had on your Instagram that you pitched Stitch with the movie ticket. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I still have that picture. Is it still <laughs> on Instagram? No. Oh, okay. That's what I was talking about. Y'all, he embarrassed that hell out of me. But we're not going to talk about that. But it's just, it's hard. But I feel like it's hard for us, but it's not hard for him. I feel like he does a really good job of jumping right back into the swing of things with you, which makes me really happy. 
and it makes me so happy that if because of COVID, like, and we got so much alone time, like, he knows who you are. Yeah. It had yeah. you. I'm glad about that. If That's... the training schedule would have been what it was supposed to have been, I'm not going to say he wouldn't know you, but because you would have been gone so much more, it you would... wouldn't have that much of a bond. Yeah, like, y'all, it be days that Xavier be sick inside of me, and his father, and it's not even just that, it's just every day, y'all, when Malik come home from work, when he walks through that door, both of them light up like Christmas trees. Like, they lock eyes immediately. And now that he's starting to walk, he just take off running straight to the gate. And it is literally like one of those cute-ass videos you see on Facebook. And it's just so cute. And I can't believe that I get to see that every day. Like, the joy in y'all face when y'all see each other, for you, it's just like a, oh, this is the best part of my day. Yeah, it's like, like, as soon as I get home, <laughs> probably, probably, honestly, but that's just part of figuring each other out, and I think that's, do you, I'm going to say, do you wish we would have waited and gotten married later, or do you think you, you like when we got married? Um, you should be honest. It's hard to say. I mean, I do feel like if you would have waited a little bit longer, um, it just would have gave us time to just to mature a little bit, a little bit better than. I was a kid. Yeah, exactly. Barely legal. Yeah. I was at our first duty station and couldn't do shit, y'all. I was. Freshly 19, couldn't go to no bars. Mind you, all the friends I met at Chipotle were grown. They could drink. And I'm just <laughs> this little girl living in the city by herself with her own place. I I can agree. I do feel like, I, I agree, we should have been more, or not we should have been, but I wish we would have been more mature. But at the same time, I feel like the type of maturity that I would have wanted us to have only comes from experience. Right. And we only got that type of maturity now because, because we were go through it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's we both come from households where well, I can't say we both come from households because I've seen I examples of marriages. I can't I don't know if I would say that they were like ha not happy marriages, but like nothing that I was like, okay, that I always thought like, okay, like it was never like I saw relationships and marriages in my family and I was like, okay, I want to be like them. I want to be like them. Right. There was always, you know, everybody's family has their, their stuff. So right. it was just like being in the family, you know the stuff. So you know, like, okay, it ain't all peaches and creams over there. Right. So yeah. it was never really like a married couple that I was like, okay, I want to be like them. So I had, when we got married, I had no idea how to be married, but I just, I knew I always wanted to get married. Right. And it's just, I feel like I'm just that type of person. Like, I know when I know how to do something. And I felt like I knew how to be a wife. But the problem was, I was just, I was still a teenager. So I didn't know how to be an adult. I didn't mm -hmm. get to think that far. I thought, like, you know, we think, we know, we think we know what a wife is. You cook, you clean, you know, you do all the stuff a wife's supposed to do. I just didn't know how to be an adult yet. We didn't right. learn about Being taxes. an adult, yeah. That's, so we, that's, that's why, that's key. That's, what I think I wish I why I wish we would have waited so we would have just became adults first because 
us getting married so young, we had to grow up, but we grew up together. We had to learn how to become adults together. Together, right. Like, everything we know about our adult life, we learned together. Right. And I feel like there's nothing wrong with that. It, I honestly feel like it makes our bond stronger. But then, at the same time, it's just like, damn, like, if we would have had the knowledge we have now, then, like, would we still be here? You know what I'm saying? Like, if we would have been adults, would we have still spent the block and end up together? Yeah. So it's like, do I really have wanted us to be older? Because we might not have been here now. We might not have gotten babies. So it's like, I feel like, you know, cliche as it sounds, this is the divine order that things were supposed to happen. That doesn't mean it wasn't hard as shit along the way, y'all. That definitely is hard. We have been married for almost eight years. Our eight-year wedding anniversary is coming up. We've been together for going on... Like this is we've been together for a while since since that day, since that very first date. That's when I consider we've been together because I was trying to shake him and he just would not shake. Y'all, he couldn't leave the kid alone. You didn't have no faith. Well, you're right. And what do you think? What did you learn? What do you What did you learn about being married? What have you learned so far? If you had to give somebody advice right now, because apparently, y'all, we are the couple now. Like, we classify to be giving marriage advice. Like, not I'm not saying that we classify, but people come to us for marriage advice now, and I don't know when that happened. Yeah. And I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. We don't know what the hell we doing, y'all. We is just winging it and figuring it out. But if you have to give somebody a young, a 20-year-old that's about to get married, 20-year-old boy from Harlem, mm. and got his contract signed to go to the military, <laughs> and he's about to marry, what would you tell him? I would, I would tell him that to just reevaluate his, his mentality and, and, and faith and ask yourself, is he is he ready for it? Because marriage is gonna is gonna test that, and just know that anything that is anything that is um, worth doing is is not easy. Agreed. Marriage is is one of those things that come with that J word, y'all. It's a journey. It's one of those things that's like it's, as cliche as it sounds. It's like when people if you ever hear the term like oh. Um, a boy could make a baby, only a man could take care of one. Very true. It's kind of like it's kind of like that. Okay. I think if I had to talk, if I had somebody sat me down in front of an eighteen-year-old girl that was about to make the decision to get married, I would tell her: make sure that you're whole first, because I think that's a big part about being married. People think, like, you come together and we, we make a whole. That's true, but if you're not whole within yourself, you're no good to your partner. And I felt, I feel like I had a lot of things on my end that I needed to unpack before I got married, and I just ended up having to do it then. Like, I feel like when we first got married, like, 
me and my dad, our relationship is was nowhere near as close as what it is now. You know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like there were things that I had to do on my end that if I would have done that, it would have made everything a lot more easier. You know, like if I wasn't scared to talk to my dad about the decision to get married, it would have, you know, I would have been able to really get that that dad advice. And it's not, I don't want y'all to think that my dad is not the type to give him that advice. When we got married, y'all, I didn't tell my parents. My parents actually didn't find out that we were married until a whole year later. <laughs> They, when, I, when I moved to North Carolina, they had no idea that we were married. I'm, obviously, they know that now, y'all. But it's, it's not even that I didn't think that they would support my decision. I was just scared that they felt that they would feel like they failed me. And not because I was getting married young, but because at the time, you know, it was a decision about me going back to college. And I just felt like I didn't want them to think that I was doing it because I felt like I had to. Like, they felt like, you know, damn, like, did we not set her up where she feel like she has to get married in order to get where she want to be? And I didn't want them to feel like that because I genuinely was getting married because I wanted to. It felt right. And I always wanted to be married. It just, I don't know what made me decide that that was the jump I needed to take, but it was. So I just wish I would have unpacked that fear and got over all of that so where I could have had my parents there that day. And that is probably one of my biggest regrets is not having my parents by my side that day. Because I know they would have been rooting for me. And my parents are the type of parents, they're going to voice their opinions, but they're going to ride for me regardless. And I, I robbed them of that. And I'm for that, I'm sorry. But if I would have unpacked that, I would have been able to walk into our marriage a lot more whole. You know, if I knew I had, I was walking into it with mommy and daddy armed right behind me. Anytime we got into it, mm-hmm. well, I could still, I still well, did call. Well, we're gonna have to redo it. Like, I ain't getting no bachelor's party. That's what you. <laughs> period. Okay, <laughs> say less. Cause the bachelorette party, y'all. So, key, what's what's good? Where we at? <laughs> Don't just... worry, y'all. Ten year renewal coming soon because I do want a wedding. Like, I didn't get a wedding, y'all. I got married in I think a shirt from Rainbows. <laughs> It was given very much last minute. Hey, I got married in, my, in a good H&M fit. You know we don't support H&M. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. But I just wish I had did that. Because if I would have did that, it would have been... You see how I feel like me, you, my parents, like we all have... Like we got a little groove. Yeah. It would have been cool to have that right off the bat. You know? Yeah. That's then true. again, you were going for... Uh, quite a bit of time. Most of the year. It still would have been good to have that, you know? It would. I wouldn't have felt so, not necessarily alone, I just... We kind of robbed them of quite a quite a bit of things, honestly. Well, Zavi, like, yeah COVID, yeah, COVID did that, but, like, yeah, Zavi no, being born. Today. today is Sunday, May 2nd, and my parents have never laid eyes on my son in person. None of our family has. Nope. The only family that he knows is us. And he is about to be one year old in 18 days. And that breaks my heart. Because I never... I have... Oh, right. We have robbed them of so much. I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah. And it, it just sucks that we live so far. Like, I... We both come from families that are relatively close. It's just me and my family, like, y'all, before this military shit, 
me, like, I didn't learn until I was in high school that aunts and uncles are considered extended family. Did you know that? Yeah. I did not know that. In my, like, in my little Panamanian Haitian household, like, aunts, uncles, like, I seen my aunts and uncles on a daily basis as a kid. Like, every single day. I saw my aunts and uncles as much as I saw my parents. Sometimes I saw my aunts and uncles more than my parents. Because my parents were at work. So, like, we are such a close-knit family that picking up and just moving away, it is rough. I mean, I think that's also a Western, like, American, um, you know, outlook on it as well. Because, like, you think, like, African family, they could, they, you know. That's what I'm saying. Like, the whole village is their the family. Ex- when I was in, I, was, I remember the day, I, I was looking in a textbook, and it was explaining extended family, and it was, like, aunts, uncles, and I was like, what? Yeah. Y'all, if somebody asks, like, who's considered immediate family, like, Oh, only immediate family could come in here. I'm getting my aunt's tear getting here. Like, what y'all talking about? Like, I did not know that. But I just wish I would have unpacked everything within myself before we got married. So then I could have came into it, you know, just with a weight off my chest. Like, we're all in a great space. Now it's just, you're right. We robbed them of a lot. And I, I regret that. What's something that you wish you would have known before you got married? Something I wish I would have known. Mm-hmm. Real estate. Before you got married, for real, for real? Yeah. We would have been getting to the bag. We would have been bought properly. If we had half of the knowledge we have now, when we started, we would be up by now. We still gonna be up, because that's on period. But but he was right. I really, but that's, I see why you said, I, you wish we were more mature. Yeah. But I think that was something like, we was meant to learn together. Like, 18 to 20 year old us, buying a property, don't get me wrong, probably would have did it, but we probably would have fumbled it. Probably would have fumbled it, but it still would have been, it would have been, been a learning lesson. Yeah. yeah, it would have been, been a learning lesson. But now, 25 we gonna get to this bag and we gonna do it right, and we gonna be up just a little bit later than we thought. But we gonna be up. If I had to say, what what do I wish I knew? You know what? If what I wish I knew before I got married was when to hold them and when to fold them, <laughs> I wish I knew that because growing up with a very independent Virgo mother. It just, it made me, like, it's my way or the highway, and I'm going to say what I got to say, and I don't care about what nobody else got to say. And I feel like it was a lot of that in the beginning of our marriage. Like, that first year of marriage, how they say is rough, well, for us, technically, is the second year, because y'all know he was gone the first year. Second year was when we finally got to live together, and that was, yeah. Yeah. And our apartment was the size of a closet, <laughs> So, the apartment was cozy. It was tight. It was cozy. It was tight. But it was we had we had some days there. Yeah. So yeah. I just wish I knew that everything. Some nights you just gotta throw in the towel for the sake of having a good day tomorrow. Because that's what matters. 
And sometimes you gotta forgive, forget, and let go. Not quoting a preacher and still doing it wrong. It's drop it, leave it, let it go. We went to a church service in Hawaii, y'all, and the preacher said that, and he ain't been quoting it right since. But I love to bring it up. Drop it, leave it, let it go. And we didn't do because it was it was it was coming fresh off of argument. <laughs> And it's one of those days where you feel like the preacher was talking directly to y'all. That is exactly or to what me. Because as soon as he said it, I felt like the tension between us got so thick. We didn't even look at each other. Mind you, y'all, we in church. And it's just us two. Like, we didn't have any friends at this church. We were just going to church just us. So we just sitting next to each other, fuming. You could feel the rage. <laughs> and the past, and that pastor in Hawaii was amazing. Yeah, he was, he was he good. Was amazing. I was so glad I convinced Malik to go to church with me. Cause it was was it was it the white dude? No, it was the actual preacher that day. Oh, okay. The black preacher that day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That was one of the few times he actually did preach. kind of heavy dude, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, it was the sermon that we needed. Yeah. And I think we talked about it on the drive back, and it was good. And I feel like we are, we're learning how to not let things linger on. Like, we, I mean, we're still working on it, because... I'd be mad. You can't go to bed mad. And that's what I try to do. I try to do that now. But before, when we lived in North Carolina, we went an entire seven days living in that closet apartment, not speaking. Seven days. That is the longest we've ever gone without talking. I'm glad it's the longest we've gone without talking because we've made progress. But seven whole days living in the same house. And that's bad. Don't do that. Don't do that. But yeah. we had to. We had to go through that to realize. All right. I feel like we obviously still need to work on our communication. We have miscommunications all the time. We literally on a daily. We be missing about little by, things by a hair. It just be one person forgot one word, and the other person like took the message totally different, <laughs> and was like, "Whoa, why? That's not what I thought you." We be so off. Sometimes we're going to blame it on the baby. We're still getting used to having a baby in the mix. But before, we were like, I don't got to deal with you. You in the same house, just not talking. Like, I don't got to deal with you. Whatever. I don't got to talk to you today. And it's like, now when we're not talking, it hurts. My feelings be hurt. Like, damn, he ain't come in here and say sorry yet. Like, he didn't even come in here. He don't even got to say sorry. But damn, he ain't come in here and be like, all right, Tanya. So, are you ready to talk? That's how I know when your feelings hurt, like you really want to make up. Because you come in and you're like, all right, good. Are we going to talk about it? <laughs> Anytime you bring it up, I'll be like, oh, he wants baby back. <laughs> <laughs> but you mentioned it a couple times today. And we're going to end with our word of the week. You want to talk about it? The word of the week is faith. Why'd you pick that? I actually did that. Because you lacked it in the beginning of our relationship. Because I lacked it in the beginning of our relationship. That's what you're going with? Because I didn't have no faith? (laughs) No, but... You did not have no faith. You was... What you mean? You had faith. You knew we was going to be here. Don't lie. I had a feeling. Why? Why? I just... I just felt it. She's wifey tight. She's been wifey tight. She ain't been wifey tight. Excuse you? Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> you ain't been I paid for y'all. Our first date, I paid for. I for, we left that out. He took me shopping after I paid for our date. Okay. Because he was just so shocked. 
Okay. Mm. The other girls he was messing with, they ain't had no McDonald's money. I had McDonald's <laughs> money. <laughs> First of all, we was in IHOP. Okay, what that means? <laughs> you had other girls buy you IHOP? Nope. Period. My point exactly. <laughs> Anyways, I chose Faith because our marriage is built upon a lot of faith. When I say that, I mean we put our faith in each other day. every day and and we're still here. <laughs> you know? A lot of things is unknown and you just have to put it into faith sometimes, even though I know your Virgo brain doesn't like to just put things into faith God, and it's just so hard for me to take a leap of faith. Yeah. Doing this podcast. She to, w- she wants to have everything calculated to the T. She's like who likes to not be prepared? Why would I choose to just jump into something, not know nothing, don't do nothing, just Sometimes do sometimes you gotta jump into the dark. Honestly, you're right, because I feel like that's exactly what I did in our relationship. I and exactly what you're doing now. You're right. And I agree. You gotta have faith. I'm going to continue to have faith. I'm going to try to have a little more faith since Malik thinks I'm too much of a realist because that's what I, that's what I heard. Is that what you're saying? Let me make I'm sure not I'm saying you're too much of a realist. I'm just saying you can't control everything. I know that. I just try to control the things that I know I can control. And you can't be terrified of the unknown. I'm working on that, y'all. Mm-hmm. But I need you to just have faith in me. I do have faith in I'm going to try. And on that note, if you made it this far, thank you for just rocking with me, kicking with me, chopping it up with me, all of that. I appreciate each and every one of y'all. The love, the support, it never goes unnoticed or unappreciated. And if you want to join the conversation in real time and share your personal thoughts and opinions, make sure you follow me on Instagram at the dot melanated mindset that's where i'm gonna be posting all the polls the questions the conversation starters all of that that's also gonna be where you'll get to hear sneak peeks and previews into the episodes to come it's gonna be one hell of a ride i hope y'all are ready until then i'll see y'all same time same place next week for hashtag melanated monday and remember the goal is to be good and do good until then Peace, y'all.